Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Ray's Days, episode 118. This is the show where I recap my week. And for those that aren't in the know of how this show gets released, basically like two weeks ago as you're listening to this, because... The week that I'm talking about starts off with 4th of July. So by the time this comes out, that's like two weeks ago. Uh, but on 4th of July, I was hungover. I was hungover. I was depressed. I spent a lot of that time in bed, sleeping, uh, kind of just in and out of sleeping. South Park on the TV. Uh, and that being almost a tradition. One of the earliest, uh, not memories, I guess, but definitely in my 20s, there was a, a time where I was living in San Diego, and a lot of people who live in San Diego like to go to the beach on 4th of July, which it's very busy when you go to the beach, so it's very hard to get parking. I never went. I lived in San Diego for 13 years, never went to the beach to celebrate the 4th of July, but on the 3rd of July many times i would get together with friends and we would get wasted so the fourth in many many years for many years was spent hungover and uh it wasn't intentional for me to follow in that tradition but uh nonetheless i did spend the fourth of july uh feeling pretty shitty my entire week has been my just my entire like scheduling my routines that i've i've kind of developed over the years uh have kind of just been thrown out the window i haven't been like how when i go to sleep when i wake up uh just my morning routines all of those things what i do in the week for the most part uh it's all been kind of thrown out the window especially last week uh my sleep schedule has been all over the place uh i you know sleeping taking naps go staying up late waking up early uh going back to sleep just you know waking up in the middle of the night and then staying up for a couple hours before going back to sleep like it is absolute chaos uh and for whatever reason it's you know mental my mental state whatever it is uh is kind of just you know just existing like the reality and the chaos that exists in america at this point where everything is pretty much going to shit whether it being all of the rights that are being taken away from the Supreme Court, whether it be people being gunned down by police officers, whether it being people being gunned down by these conservative kids who get guns legally uh, while the cops are standing around doing nothing. Like just a lot of people being gunned down, uh, whether it being be by mass shooters or police by themselves. Uh, it's it's not a very safe place to exist, whether you're going to the movies or school or a mall or a grocery store or a parade. Uh, just almost any kind of event, really, you are 
there's a potential that you will be killed by a gun. Uh, and a legally purchased gun because this country does little to nothing to give a shit about the bodies that continue to pile up. <clears throat> and just the police. I mean, the, the police shot a kid like 60 times. They shot at him 90 times. Almost 100 bullets. And 60 of them hit him. Like, he gained weight dying that day with all the bullets that his body absorbed. Just this disgusting police departments that keep getting raises. Their budgets keep going up, and they seem to just kill people or stand by while people are being killed left and right. Not to mention living in California, the massive drought, the historic drought that we're dealing with. Meanwhile, surrounded by hundreds of perfectly green, manicured golf courses. A game designed by and for privileged people that requires immense amounts of water to maintain this game board these privileged people play on is held to a higher standard than everybody that lives around them. Water conservation, like you, you can get like fined if you, if you water your lawn at the wrong time of day. Yet you can drive by hundreds of golf courses that are pristine, green, lush. And the only thing those golf courses are used for is to play a game. They don't provide nature with habitat. They don't provide humans with food. They just use massive amounts of water to maintain. And the defenders of golf courses will say that that water is, like, reused water. Where is that water coming from? Are you telling me every single golf course has water treatment plants to recycle all of the water? The hundreds of golf courses, every single one is set up to do that? And where is that water coming from? If we can't use water to begin with, there should be less recycled water to use. It's not like you walk out on the golf course and it smells like piss and shit. It's not like it's coming from your wastewater from your home. Because all of the wastewater from your home goes to the same place. It's mixed with piss and shit. And you don't go to a golf course. God forbid you would go to a golf course. Could you imagine going to a golf course and it's smelling like piss and shit because they use the water from the homes that surround the golf course? Of course that's not it. Of course not. Rich people, privileged people play golf as recreation. You don't think they get to skirt around all of the regulations? 
Every golf course should be surrounded by protesters. The gated communities should be covered with graffiti and anti-golf course posters. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous that water, a, a, a thing that is essential for life, is being wasted to keep a game, an, a recreational activity available for privileged people, for those that can afford to go play the game. It's just disgusting. You have religious extremists running the fucking country despite the fact that Democrats are in charge. In theory. I mean, Joe Biden is about as conservative as you can get. He would be considered a conservative in every other country. He is far more right than I would appreciate. He is, like disgustingly conservative so many democrats in in politics are in the pocket of big business and vote and act in the same ways that conservatives do so it's like in theory in name only there's a bunch of democrats in in office and in congress and the house and it's like the reality is that religious extremists are ruining this country. Christian extremists are ruining this country. You want to watch a documentary that predicted all of this shit? Watch Jesus Camp. It's a movie about religious extremist camps that are set up to indoctrinate children into the word of Jesus Christ, right? Which is the thing that, that uh, Reagan brought in. He brought in the evangelicals onto the conservative side. And then the Christians have been mounting an army ever since with their Jesus camps to indoctrinate kids in no way different than how the Muslim extremists indoctrinate their kids into becoming suicide bombers. But in America, it's Christian extremists that are the threat. It is the Christian extremists that are responsible for a lot of the mass shootings. These white nationalists. These fake, I mean, these people that use God as a way to justify their hate and their anger and their control, their fascism, their brand of fascism. They use God's name. These are people that are going, if, if, just if Christians are right. Like, they were the one religion that got it all right. And they die. They are going to be so surprised how many of their friends are with them in hell. If the Christian hell exists, it will be full of Americans who claim to be Christian. They're going to be draped in their American flags, wearing their red MAGA hats. Wondering why it's so hot in heaven. 
And now a quick word from our sponsor. Now you can wear The Many Faces, original art by Ray Taylor. Select pieces from the ongoing series of abstract ink paintings. All products made with high quality materials, made right here in the USA. Go to inspireddisorder.com slash TMF merch to browse the entire collection and save yourself an extra 10% when you check out by using coupon code RTSTMF. So once again, go to inspireddisorder.com slash TMF merch and save 10% when you use coupon code RTSTMF. And now back to our show. So with everything pretty much falling apart in the country... And it's seeming to be going in a direction where things are going to be worse, where it's going to be harder for people to get jobs soon, where it's going to be more expensive to live soon, where the idea of making a living, making artwork and selling T-shirts and doing a podcast seem to be like the most ridiculous thing. Uh, it's uh, pretty easy to just be depressed and sleep a lot <laughs> and to throw out any kind of fucking routine you may have developed over the years. I'm still getting my, the, the core of my work, the only reason I'm alive, getting my paintings done, getting this show done. You know, it's the only, like if I, if I couldn't do these things, I would have no reason to be alive. Aside from maybe my dog, but even still, I could like, have my friends take my dog and then I'll just like, okay, I'll just go to the ocean and see how far out I can swim till I get tired and just sink, you know? And just like how life works, when it rains, it pours. Not only am I not make like the amount of money I'm making is decreasing, but I have all these expenses piling up expenses for my dogs but my car which i haven't driven since the pandemic started it doesn't work i need to at least get a new battery hopefully that's it one of my windows just fell into the door so i got to get that fixed which is like the third fourth time i've had to fix that also the third or fourth time i've had to replace the battery in my car but not only that just to get it going I got to go get a driver's license that I got to pay for. I got to get uh, registration is due. And not only just registration, I got to get it smogged. It's like a bunch of money I can't afford to spend. Not that I'm driving anyway, so it's like, what do I do? Do I sell it? Do I just get rid of it? Do I file it non-operational, register it that way, save some money, and then hopefully things will pick up at some point? So the analogy I've used many times is it, what it felt like when you leave, a, when I left my regular job, steady income, it was like jumping out of a plane. And... I had to figure out how to create a parachute before I hit the ground, right? Or actually, I had to figure out how to invent a plane while I'm skydiving, free-falling to the ground. And I've almost hit the ground many times, gotten like inches 
centimeters from hitting the ground. And then something comes through and I'm able to last for a little bit longer. I get a little bit more distance. I, you know, I, I can go a little bit longer. Have a little bit more runway, which is not really runway, but it's, I have a little bit more distance between me and the ground. I'm gliding a little bit. And it's like, I, you know, the more expenses pile up, the faster I fall to the ground. And it's just a depressing thing to think about. So I try not to think about it. I like I get so much anxiety opening up my bank account to see how much money is in there. It's just it just just even knowing is ex it just gives me anxiety. But I don't know. <sighs> one step at a time, one step at a time. I'm going to get my dog taken care of, which isn't a big thing. She just needs her nails are ridiculously long because she's old. And they don't wear down while she takes We don't take long walks anymore. In Denver, I was taking like three to five mile walks every morning. Her nails would just naturally wear down. And uh, now that she's older, we don't go on as many walks. It's also heating up, so we don't go on as many walks. So sh there's less opportunity for the nails to wear down. And they've just grown to where they're, they bother her. And she's in pain. In more pain than just the regular pain of being old. So I'm going to get that taken care of hopefully this week. I've tried to do it myself. And she, I, I tried so many different ways to try and clip her nails myself. And it's just, it's impossible. She will not let me do it. So I'm going to take her somewhere to get it done. Hopefully it won't cost that much. Hopefully it'll work. Just it'll be smooth. It's another thing. Anytime I take care of something, it ends up being more difficult, costing more money. Like every solution is only the tip of the iceberg usually. But I don't know. Even though my week started off pretty depressed and sleeping a lot, I did seem to have a little bit more of a productive week. I started working on preparing new merch. So hopefully within the next week or so, uh, there will be new prints available and uh, new shirts available on my website, inspireddisorder.com. So, you know, just, yeah, just I got to keep, because maybe somebody will want to buy a print. Maybe somebody will want to buy a shirt. I get people that want stuff for free, which is great. At least people want it. But even the, like, the people that want free stuff don't get back to me, which is a little discouraging. But I don't know. It's like things are starting to grow. You know, subscriptions to the podcast have grown. YouTube page is constantly growing. Finally, there's an audience growing there, especially from India. With my reviews of RRR and Bahubili. And this week I did uh, Three Idiots, which one of my favorite movies of all time. Listen to that review. Watch that movie on Netflix. One of my favorite movies of all time, Three Idiots. It's a comedy, but it's got so much depth to it. It's so great. So, you know, you never know. That's the thing. It's like you never know. I'm not psychic. You're not psychic. Things 
can go bad in an instant. And I've experienced things going good in an instant. So it can swing both ways. And I'm hoping, just as you keep going, just as I was millimeters from hitting the ground before, I'm hoping I'll get another burst. I'm hoping for not just a burst. I'm hoping for sustained flight. Like hitting a gust of wind to get me off the ground and to give me more time isn't the same as flying. I need to fly. You know, and uh, I have a lot of potential. There's a lot of things that could potentially take off. People could start collecting my prints. People could start collecting my artwork. Businesses could hit me up to have me promote their stuff on this show. Pay for advertising. There's potential. There's a lot of potential. But it's just like, will that come before I hit the ground? And even like doing live art shows, the valley shuts down during the summer. There's nothing going on. The stuff that is going on, I've emailed, and it's just like there is zero contact back, and there is not a lot of options. Not that I have a vehicle to even get to a show right now anyway. So I don't know. Join Inspired Disorder Plus today. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus to join. Membership includes members-only discounts and deals. You get access to the Ray Taylor Show completely ad-free, as well as bonus episodes. You get access to the complete live painting archive. You also get access to every single podcast ever produced by Inspired Disorder, hosted by Ray Taylor. You get access to Ray Taylor's personal blog as well as the opportunity to ask me any questions so if you want to start a podcast you're into art ask me anything and so many more things are being added every day to inspire disorder plus so sign up today become a member head on over to inspiredisorder.com slash plus and become an inspired disorder plus member today kind of one of the bigger bummers is tiger belly shirt i'm wearing now it's merch from that podcast one of my favorite podcasts it's hosted by bobby lee the stand-up comedian and actor and his girlfriend or i should say former girlfriend now kalila kuhn they broke up from what they say the show's going to keep going on i believe them they're going to stay friends i believe them i listen to and watch another show that kalila is on called uh trash tuesday which she is uh one of three hosts the other two are stand-up com- female stand-up comedians i enjoy that show quite a bit and she talked about in depth about all the hate that she gets and all the attacks that she gets online uh, from all the horrible people i'm sure a lot of that audience that is attacking her are people that are attached to the brendan schaub joe rogan universe of comedy fans because they're the ones that tend to be the most hateful but it's sad to hear it was sad to hear that they broke up it was sad to hear that Kalila's being attacked 
And it's a bummer. It's just a bummer when anything kind of changes. But, uh, you know, I, I'm still a fan of the show. I'm still a fan of both of theirs. She's not a comedian or anything. She's just a normal person that decided to start podcasting, like myself. Now, I didn't start podcasting with professional comedians, but I know what it's like having to deal with getting hate online by people that have no idea who you are. I've kind of gotten used to it a little bit more, but I'm not getting it to whatever level she is. I'm sure she's getting death threats and rape threats and all the kinds of stuff that cowards love to throw out online especially towards women. And I'm sure they're able to get as personal and cut as deep as they want, considering she's been podcasting for, I don't know, probably like seven years. She's made a lot of her life very public on very popular shows, whereas I have made my life very public on very unpopular shows. So somebody would really have to do the research to talk, to get deep and talk shit about me. It would be, it would be interesting <laughs> to see somebody be able to get a deep cut on me. But uh, it sucks. It sucks that that happened. It sucks. You know, you know, they might get back together. They might not, though. I don't know. Uh, but I love Tiger Belly. It is a great show. Um, and I, I do love trash tuesday as well uh so it's kind of a bummer kind of a bummer you know there's there's only a few podcasts that i've been a big fan of that have ended they got emotional totally rad show was a podcast that i absolutely loved one of the first shows uh that i ever got into and when that ended it was really emotional i don't even know if i watched the finale i think i did but then one of the pod, one of those, it was three dudes who would talk about movies and video games and comic books, and it was a fun show. And one of the hosts became is Dan Trachtenberg, who directed Ten Cloverfield Lane and is coming out with the movie Prey uh, on Hulu, which is like a prequel to the Predator movies. So he's gone on to do great things. And then another one of the hosts, Jeff Kanata joined up with another one of my old-timey favorite podcasts, the Slash Filmcast, which is now just the Filmcast. And uh, it's kind of amazing that those two worlds, I've heard about the Filmcast through Dan Trachtenberg, who was a guest. And uh, they had three hosts, and one of their hosts left, and Jeff Kanata jumped on, and now it's kind of, in some ways, a successor to both of those shows. And uh, there's a show, Dignation, that I absolutely loved that ended. And I don't think I ever watched the finale on that. I love that show so much. Probably it was one of the first podcasts that I watched regularly. And then that got me into Totally Rad Show. And that got me into Slash Filmcast. And then kind of snowballed from there, getting into a bunch of shows, getting me into podcasting. A lot of shows just kind of stop. That's how all of my shows have ended. They just kind of stop. Sometimes I'm just too emotional. Like the Inspired Disorder podcast, when that ended in Denver, I was so emotionally 
wrecked. I was so, like, I have never been as depressed as I was at the end of Denver. I was barely able to function as a human. And the thought of getting on a mic, I would have just cried the entire time. I remember recording an episode in a motel room as I was leaving Denver, and I just cried the whole time. I obviously never released it. But that was one of the most, the biggest failures of my life. But I tried, you know. I don't have any regrets. It was an experience. There were aspects of Denver I absolutely loved. There were things that happened in that time that were so horrible. I got to see people turn into absolute assholes, attacking each other. It was it was disgusting. It was disgusting to see how people I had respect for at one point, how they absolutely turned into some of the worst people in the world. And uh, I don't really there's and a lot of that was from the the collective, the Inspired Disorder Collective that I was podcast network that I was do, running. And it just like it was disgusting. And then when that happened, I was just like, I fuck fuck all of you fuck every single one of you i don't trust any of you anymore and it was like this huge project that just just completely imploded this thing that i'd spent so much time and energy on trying to permit to promote small podcasts around the world to create a place for people to promote each other and to encourage each other, and it turned into the absolute opposite. And then with that failure went the disappearing of our audience. The Inspired Disorder podcast audience pre-Denver was doubling every week. As I was getting ready to move to Denver, it was doubling every week. And when I got to Denver, it had all but disappeared. The, ne- the collective imploded. In Denver, I was starting from scratch in so many ways. The reason why I went on three to five mile walks with my dog every day was because I was depressed. I was, had major anxiety because it was like, I just sold my condo. I left a job, cashed in my 401k, thinking that going to Denver, lower cost of living, I am going to grow the network. I am going to grow the podcast, and we're going to do this thing for real. And it all exploded. It was all gone. And I jumped out of that plane, and I was like, how am I going to do this? And I didn't. I didn't. I had a friend, thankfully, in my old hometown that had a garage that I can live in. And with as my last few dollars ran out, as I maxed out my credit card, I got back to this place and started from scratch again. And then before the pandemic, when everything shut down, I was, you know, doing Uber and Lyft and all the the food delivery stuff to just keep afloat. Just to spend enough to afford groceries, give my friends some rent money, 
And when that all went away, I had n- I was literally down to nothing in my bank account when everything kind of went through. When the 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 stimulus check I didn't know I was going to get went through, when unemployment that I didn't know I was going to get went through, and then it was like uh, that gust of wind that gave me more time. And I've been smart and trying to be smart about it and trying to use the money effectively and sparingly and trying to maximize everything I do to grow as much as I can to hopefully not have to get a job somewhere, which is like ridiculous to think of that I could get a job somewhere. I there I couldn't my there's no my van is falling apart not working like I like it's there's no way I could make money doing the rideshare stuff the gig work anymore I have to like work somewhere work somewhere which I don't know who's gonna hire me I don't know who's hiring I don't I would hate everything that would be available to me I would have no time to do the things these things. It would be so difficult. I'd probably make it work. But it's like, it's not the life that I want. It's not like surviving for what? Surviving for what? I don't know. So everything needs to work, (laughs) hopefully. And I'm still trying to get better. I feel like I suck sometimes. Like I get on the microphone and I can't like form sentences I can't speak. When I'm talking about a movie, I'm so scatterbrained. I don't even know who I'm talking to when I'm talking about a movie. So I want to get better at all those things. But we'll see. Ups and downs. Sometimes I feel like, oh, I got it. That was a good one. And then I go and do the clips, and it's like, ooh, that was not good. And sometimes it's like, ah, it doesn't feel like I did a good podcast. Then I go do clips. It's like, oh, I got some good clips. I don't know. It's just, it's insane. I hope everybody else is doing good. That's been my week. Um, Shout out to Tiger Belly, Nosotros Papaya. I, you know, I hope Kalila is able to get distance from all the hate. And, uh, you know, I love that show. I love them. They're great. I love you guys, too. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate you. I really do. For anybody that actually listens to this, actually watches this stuff, uh, you know, it doesn't seem like anybody does, but, you know, according to numbers and analytics, people do. So I appreciate it. I hope you have a great week. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. And follow the show on Instagram at Ray Taylor Show. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.